Welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where Isaac is made up and Daryl absolutely matters. I'm Daryl, a.k.a. the Beef, and I am joined today by the Ginger himself. What's up, Isaac? Hey, you, that totally threw me off. I did not know where you were going with that one. <laughs> well, it's, it was, you were made up, so you're my imaginary friend today. Okay, sounds good. That's you know that's how I like to think about you. You know you're you, you hang out in my dreams sometimes. <laughs> okay, that's re- like pretty weird, but um, but we'll go with it. It doesn't have to be weird. Fuck it's it. It's only weird if you make it weird. Okay, I'm gonna make it weird. <laughs> okay, well, hey, that's that's your choice. I'm gonna dream about you. It's purely consensual. I hope so. Wait, no, it totally is. But I didn't mean it that way. I meant like it's like. <laughs> It's like nothing. It's just like, you know, we're hanging out. Anyway. Cheers to that. (laughs) Moving on. Do you want to start again? No, we're not starting again. That was a, that was perfect. I didn't fuck up the intro. So that's true. We're keeping that. I mean, really, Um, you didn't really do the intro. You just did. You did kind of whatever there, but I, I'm I'm behind you on this. Let's go. But I got the beginning part. I didn't say the ginger this time. I said ginger. So it's true. You only have to omit one word from the intro and you kind of nail it. So that's it. So I'm I'm getting there, and I, I I'm getting better. Practice makes perfect. Do you know what episode this is? This is episode ten. This is the decade episode. Well, yeah, but it's been every week, so it's been ten weeks though. We've had ten weeks in a row. Ten years people. we've been on the airwaves now, boys and girls. Well, if we count the if we count all the the radio recordings I used to do at my dad's church, yeah. um, back when I was a kid, then. It's been like twenty years since I've been on the radio. I used to do radio shows. Wow! So, did you did you intro in like DC Talk and um, other Newsboys? News, there you go. News. I'm just, uh-huh. I was drawing a blank. Honestly, one hundred percent. So, so the way it worked when I was a little kid, uh, we'll, I'll get through this real quick. But I had this little boombox. It just had uh, it had one tape deck on it, and you could if you had a blank tape in there and you pressed the record button on it. It was weird. It said one tape deck so you could record from the radio or if you press the record button, you could talk into the speakers. There was a mic in there, obviously, and it would listen to you. So That's fancy as fuck. It was. So I would talk and then I would play songs on another stereo and record them on there. Probably DC Talk or Newsboys or what's their audio adrenaline? Um, you know, Skillet, the the good stuff. And I would talk in between and I would host my own radio shows and it was probably just horrible. And the sound quality was probably horrible, but I had fun. Well, um, let's be honest, like technology at that time was not where it is today. So I, I assume it's probably, it probably didn't yeah, sound great. We're talking mid nineties and, and like not expensive stuff, mid nineties. Like you could probably have good quality recording gear. Um, I didn't. So uh, yeah, it was definitely cheap. I, and then, and then when I was older, when we moved to Sylvan Lake, so I was probably thirteen or fourteen. Uh, I would go to the church when my dad was working or he was in the office, and I would just hang out in there. And and I would grab a uh, like the the sound. There was a soundboard at the back of the church, just like every church, um, with all the microphones and stuff. And there was a dual tape deck on there, so I would do the same thing, except I'd play tapes on the one side, and then you could record, but you could also record with a microphone. So I'd have a microphone cord coming out from the sound system. I would do the same thing. I would be like, well, we're on Daryl radio. And uh, next up, we're going to hear the soothing sounds of, of Chris Tomlin or something to that <laughs> effect. Well, it's no wonder you're, you're, you're much better at, uh, at the editing and, and uh, other technical things behind doing a podcast than I am. Cause I was never into the, the, the extent of my recording things was, I would put a cassette tape in my in my ghetto blaster in my bedroom when I want when I heard a good song on the radio or I knew it was coming up. I would put a cassette in the in the thing in there and I'd hit the play and record button when the song started and it would record radio songs onto cassette so I could make my own mixtapes from radio songs. See, and that's awesome. And then you got the edited um, versions, you, though. I was I was going to say the edited versions, but not just that. You also got the ones that were either cut off short or they would talk over the intro. Yeah, 100%. Right? Because they, they know, oh, this intro and this song's 10 seconds long, so I got 10 seconds to promo this song. Do you know how fired up I was the first time I got an Eminem song on cassette? Of, I was, no, it I, was Billy Badass. My, my mom had no idea, and I was just, like, thrilled. 
And was the radio edit? The radio edit. So it was probably extremely clean. Yeah. Uh, but still, you know, nonetheless, felt like a badass. Well, and it's so funny if you listen to the, like, side note, but if you listen to Eminem radio edits versus Eminem songs on the album, not only are there's the swears bleeped out on the radio edit, but there's entire verses and lines of verses that are completely different because you can't just bleep out the F word in the middle. You got to bleep out the whole sentence where he's saying something horrible. (laughs) Or they, or they completely don't make sense. Like, or that. Yeah. Like my name is like every second line, which is, which is big. That was his first song, right? Yeah. Or the first big one. Yeah. Um, Every second line is something that's not the same. So you can tell the people who know the song from the radio when they're singing along to it versus the people who um, listen to it on the album. Cause they wouldn't. Yeah. Cause they would be singing along to it and it would be like, that's the radio version, bro. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's like the stapler part in it. Anyway, we don't have to get into Eminem, but I, be- I believe you have my stapler. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I did that. And then, and then I just loved hearing my voice so much that, I started recording music, we right? Have, and we I, know, we know. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, I, 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 so I'm so good at it, and that, or not good, I'm not that good at it, but that's the way I got used to it. That's a better way of saying it. Yeah, fair. And then, and then I hadn't heard my voice in a while, and you're like, hey, do you, we should do a podcast. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, hey, man, you want to do, what do you think about doing a podcast? And you're like, 100%. 100%. Well, why not? The rest is history. It's 10 years. It's crazy how fast <laughs> time buys, man. Yeah, definitely 10 episodes, not 10 years. But Or, yeah, we'll sorry, get, same thing. Okay, not the same <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's totally different, but uh, I, I don't mind. I'll, I'll let you have that one. So yeah, uh, this, this is episode 10. I think we tried to do something really cool today, and then uh, we just ended up with something normal, which is great. I'm stoked about it. Yeah, I think it's going to be nostalgic, you know? Yeah. So well, It'll be interesting are, to see if we have the similar, similar stories. I don't know if we will or not, but... Mm. We'll see. I'm I sure no we idea. lost some. So uh, basically, we I, I was talking to Isaac earlier on the phone. He was working with his electrician at his house. Um, yeah, put it, we put in some new lights, and uh, I had some help from uh, an electrician to make sure I was doing things safely and legally, and I uh, got some new lights in my basement. So it's all, it's all ready for when we start uh, doing video podcasts, when we record video for our podcasts. Nope. That's not going to happen. Once the uh, the pandemic uh, restrictions have lifted, of course, there and, you go. Uh, we can have our beautiful faces on camera as well. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> okay, well we'll have we'll, the, the we'll, camera we'll on have my one camera. face then. There you go. We'll have one. We'll have one camera facing you. You can see the back of my head. You're going to be like, um, why don't you just be like, we'll just build you a fence, and you can be like Wilson in uh, Home Home. Oh, that's a great idea. Do you remember the finale of Home Improvement when uh, Wilson came out with? At the end of the show, he came out with a, like, they all came out to the crowd, to the live studio audience, and he held, held a little fence in front of his face <laughs> until the very end. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. Um, well, I vaguely do, but I do. Yeah, I think I do. That that show was awesome. I, it really like, was. It really was. I was the age of those kids when those, I was probably Mark, the youngest brother. I was probably his age as the show went along. Yeah. And it, uh, you know, they, they hit some hard hitting things in that show. Um, yeah. Remember Randy got. He had a goiter that they thought was a, a, a cancerous lump. And I, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember much from the show, like like specifics like that. I just remember it being like a good family, you know, somewhat uh, politically incorrect at times television show. You know. Oh, but it wasn't even politically incorrect. It no, was I just mean for, for like the, the PC, the PC. Uh, yeah, yeah. For now, yeah, for now times. Flakes, for now times. Yeah. But it, it it also had like Mark, the youngest kid, also went uh, total goth on it, right? He had like 100%. black fingernails and stuff. Yeah. Um, the older brothers, I remember. I, I think we talked about this on one of the episodes. We might not have. If we did, great. If we haven't, the, great. Mushroom, the mushroom cuts. No, why? Well, no, that's not what I was going to say. They did have good mushroom cuts, but I was going to say, um, there was one episode where Tim and Randy, again, the middle child, Jonathan Taylor Thomas where he wouldn't say I love you dad or or something like that and the dad got upset and then and then eventually Tim says oh it's okay how about instead of I love you we can say how about them lions and they're ta- they're from Detroit so they're talking about the Detroit lions and uh and then at the end of the episode I'm pretty sure Tim says how about them lions to Randy and Randy says I love you too dad I was just like yeah oh. that's good stuff 
Yeah, right in the feels. Oh, just gets you. You just start crying. Yeah. Um, but but no, today we're not talking about uh, home improvement. Although that's, <laughs> I wish <laughs> I could watch the entirety of Home Improvement again. I don't know if it's on any of the. It's not on any streaming things, is it? Uh, no, I don't think so. And I've looked for it like a box set, and at least on the internets. And I found I found a box set on uh, Amazon, I believe, but it had horrible reviews. Customer reviews were saying that it was showing up with like whole seasons missing or discs missing, or it was clearly used and just repackaged. And I was like, ah, I'm going to stay away from it, especially since it was around a hundred bucks. So, yeah, you don't want to that's kind of a, a shitty thing. Um, I wonder if it's in one of those weird places. Like, uh, remember the Drew Carey show? Uh, no, I have no idea. I've never heard of that before in my entire life. Are you joking? Yes, you of course I'm serious? joking. Okay. Well, you never know. I don't know who the fucking Drew Carey show. Come on. I'm not fucking 12. Well, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, the Drew Carey show, I remember it being hilarious. Hey man, you ever heard of Jeopardy? Yeah, it's not the same. It's not, it's not the same, all right? Um, but the Drew Carey show, I remember being hilarious when it was on. And I tried to find it, and I actually looked it up. And you can't find it because they didn't actually produce. Like, you can't even really download copies that well. Because they the only copies you could download were ones that were taken off of TV because they didn't even put it on DVD. Like it was never put into box sets or anything because there was a fight between whoever. I don't know if it was ABC or whoever. Anyway, there was a fight about it. So... It's just never been released. It was never in syndication, or it was in syndication for a while, but it, it hasn't been put out as a box set, and it's not on any streaming services, and it likely never will. Fair enough. So it's kind of disappointing. What was but, the uh, what's the what's the eighty year olds called again? Octo Octavarian, Octogenarian, Octogenarian. Uh, yeah. I listened to the episode of Victory the podcast where you ripped that word off from, and now I'm re- now I'm realizing that. It seems like almost every week, I'd say maybe every other week, you're coming out with a new word that I've, or you're in, integrating a, this new word into your vocabulary that I've never heard you use before. And I'm like, wow, this guy's, I mean, well read. No, you're just listening how, to a lot of podcasts. However, Octogenarian did not come from that podcast at all. I know it didn't I've, come from that podcast. No, but I'm saying for me, in like that podcast, but it has not, like, I've known that word for a long time. Oh, so and, like, and, and nonagenarian and centigenarian, like, even in the movie Logan. He Logan calls Patrick Stewart. He calls Professor X an octogenarian. He says, "No, I'm a nonagenarian because he's in his nineties." Wow, a septagenarian. That's someone in their seventies. Like, Somebody got pretty defensive there. Well, I just you know you you can't throw me under the bus like that. Oh, I do, you know, and I can. Okay, you you sure can. You can try that backwards. I can, and I do. I I'll come back at you even harder. I'll, sure. I'm always defensive. You know me. Yeah, I, I never like to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. I, I am uh, often wrong. And I but, always, uh, I always uh, like to be right as well. So this is why we have excellent conversations sometimes. Or sometimes heated, at, at the very least, heated. Heated. We fight sometimes, but fight with our words and, uh, and, and not with our fists. Oh, and we always end up shaking it off. Yeah. Just do a little shake, get, it, get, it, get all the drips off, and you're good to go. So... <laughs> <laughs> I, sorry, I just heard I'm that. Gonna, I just heard that again in, in my head, and I was like, "That sounds weird." We just yeah. we usually shake it off before we, you know, <laughs> yeah, before you go docking. Um, so off. Last week we touched on a little bit of gaming, right? We talked about uh, I don't know how I we played some NHL together, and yeah, you play a little bit of Call of Duty and whatnot. But um, we when we were talking earlier today, you actually asked the electrician that was at your house. You were like, "Hey, what should our podcast be about?" And he said, gaming. And you said, like, board games and video games. And and then we said, shit, yeah, let's do it. And that was that was the extent of what we had uh, planned out for today. So Yeah, he was a little caught off guard by the question. I was I happened to be on the phone with you. And then suddenly I'm like, hey, what should our, what should my next episode, my next episode of, our, of my podcast be uh, about? And he was like, uh, gaming? and then he after i got a phone with you he was like i was literally just looking at your shelf and it made me think of it because on my shelf i have i have my um nintendo 64 and my nes my original nintendo um and then i have my xbox 360 on my entertainment unit with my ps4 those are just the ones i have out right now but i have i have i'm pretty sure i have every single gaming system i ever owned 
in my I was going to say, so are those ones that you actually owned? So like yeah, that, I have, is that I have NES? Multiples. Is that is that yours? That's from Kitimat. Yes, I have multiples of my of, uh, NES. I bought another NES just in case the other one breaks down. Um, but I have my original NES from when I was a very young child playing Super Mario Bros. I have my original Nintendo 64 that I got for Christmas from my dad when it had been a new release. Um, I have the PS1. You remember the original, not the original PlayStation? I'm not sure if I ever had an original PlayStation, but the, the PS1 was like came a bit out skinnier, like the, right? It, no, it was like totally compact compared comparatively. Like it's a fraction the size of the original PlayStation. Um, but and they it's put that out right before PS2 came out. I think to so. Sell more right units. around then. And then I have the PS2. So I have PS1, PS2, uh, PS. My brother has the PS3. That was his. Uh, I have my PS4, and then I have the NES, Nintendo 64, a Nintendo GameCube. Um, trying to remember. Xbox. I have the original Xbox. That one's Travis's, but he's never wanted it back, so I'm just going to keep it. Uh, also, I don't hear from him for months at a time. So, um, one of these days, maybe claiming it. It has the reason I want to claim it is because it has the original Halo game, which has Blood Gulch, and I love that map. Sure, <laughs> I know nothing sure. about Halo. Sure, Blood Gulch. It's a sick map, bro. I it's, believe uh, you've probably seen um, video clips of people playing on Blood Gulch. Probably. I've probably seen friends play it. I, I just don't know it off the top of my head. So you've you've kind of named most of them. Um, you didn't get an Xbox. You had an Xbox 360. I know that. But you didn't get an Xbox One because you got the PS4. Yeah. I, I, I uh, parted ways with Microsoft gaming systems after the 360 because the 360 was a bit of a dumpster fire. So... I liked it. It worked for me, but again, I don't game that often, so I didn't need anything crazy. I didn't need to get into to the to the old thing. I just, like I said, I think I mentioned this before. I I just got my PlayStation Four last year, and the new one's already out. It's true. So yeah, um, I haven't even had it for a year. I did Dude. the same thing with Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. I only had the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty for a year before did the I PS Four and the Xbox One came out. I think I got the PS4 shortly after it was released, like maybe a couple months after it was released, um, or a few months, whatever, maybe half a year. Did I tell you I almost got a PS5? No, you didn't. So last week, or maybe the week prior, I think it was last week, um, beginning of the week, they, I get, I'm getting notifications from Best Buy on Twitter for when they restock. So I was at work. I got the notification on my phone. I happened to be like, I happened to be holding my phone when I got the notification. So I clicked on it right away. Excuse me. It took me to Best Buy's website. Um, it threw me into a, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say you can buy it right there. Yeah. So it threw me, well, it threw me into a a queue. So it was like, uh, in order to help with the functionality of the website, we're going to limit the amount of people on the website at any given time during these releases. So it put you into a queue. I waited in the queue for maybe 30 or 40 seconds and then I got in and there it was. It was available. PS5 digital edition because I don't need a, a disk drive anymore. So um, I loaded in the cart and then I was like, oh, you know what? I better double check with the wife and make sure this is uh, got to check with the with the boss, right? So I called her up, chit-chatted for maybe like 30 seconds. Just how are you? How are you? Good, good. Um, I was like, hey, there's PS5s available. What do you think? She's like, yeah, go for it. Like, you got money saved. I was like, okay, sounds good. So hang up the phone with her, go uh, go back into the, the webpage, and it, it kicked me out of my my cart. It kicked me back to the, the, um, the queue. So I waited in the queue for about a minute. And this is so from the time I first got into the first queue to now is maybe a minute and a half, two minutes total. And when and I got... Like- and when I got back in, finally back into the Best Buy website, I say finally, two minutes, two and a half minutes max, uh, the digital edition was sold out. And so I like wait, I'm still waiting for um, the PS5 full console to load. And by the time I got into that one, it was sold out as well. And it was over the course of four and a half minutes, Best Buy Canada was sold out of both the full and the digital edition of PS5. That's nuts. It's insane. I, I, I like. I, I get it. I, I understand. You have to have the newest, best, 
and I and I get that you're you're getting it just so you can keep playing and and that kind of thing. I just part of me I don't get the desire to have it right now and to and to buy it when it's such a hot ticket item. I you know I don't know yeah. I don't know why. Uh, now don't get me wrong I do I understand it I understand the purpose behind it but just there's a deep seated part of me that just goes well why. <laughs> I, I don't I, know. Am I, I am I the only one? I don't know. I'm kind of just at the point where, like, whenever that happened, that was coincidence, right? Like, that was circumstantial. I don't think that I'm not definitely not waiting. You're not actively pursuing it. Yeah. If it happens, it happens. Like, if I happen to get that chance again, where it's like I just so happen to see the notification and I get in there and it's available, then great, I'll buy it. But if it doesn't happen for another two months or six months, whatever, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I have a perfectly good gaming system at home, and I'm not even playing very often at all. I'm a you know. I have a two-year-old, so, you know. Fair enough. You, but, well, you know, it's, it, if, if I get my hands on it, great. Fucking right. No, exactly. And you have, uh, sorry, go back. You you kind of were going through all the other stuff. And you have a Wii as well, right? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Nintendo I have a Wii. Wii. Yeah. So I had a bunch of that. I, I started off with the with the NES. Um, I played so much Mario, and and uh, I loved Dr. Mario. I, I loved that game. I don't know why. It was, I don't know if you remember that one. It was like Tetris with little pills and or viruses that you had to explode. I don't think I ever played it. Oh, it's fun. It was super fun. Um, I loved that one. And then uh, me and my buddy, Sean, and I was trying to remember. Uh, so I, my best friend when I was a kid, I don't know if it was like he even lived. I, I mentioned last week that Cold Lake and Grand Center were two separate towns up in northern Alberta. Uh, they're about, they were about five minutes apart. They're one city now. But I lived in Cold Lake. Sean lived in Grand Center. His dad and mom went to the church. My dad was the uh, pastor of. They got along really well. So then me and Sean, he was like my best friend as a little kid. Um, we, so I'm trying to think of how old I was, but I was probably, you know, five to ten hanging out at Sean's house. Um, like on a consistent basis, like every Friday or every second Friday, I would sleep over at his place. And we would play Nintendo almost every week. We do a lot of other things too. We'd watch movies and play hide and seek and whatever. Wrestle, wrestle with your shirts off? Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, we'd play. We'd play GI Joes. He had a huge GI Joe base. Oh, um, I remember playing GI Joes, man. Oh, it was hours. so much fun. I still have some of my own hours. I think there's a theme to this. I feel like I'm a I'm a bit of a fucking hoarder for my childhood favorite toys. You know. Well, but do it. It's a great idea. There's certain things that you should keep. My dad has a bunch of my GI Joe still, and my son plays them when we go to his house. So, and my brother's kids played them too. It's it's just kind of sweet. He's got some of my Hot Wheels. He's got a bunch of me and my brother's Lego. Um, but uh, so me and Sean, the one the one game that we played on a consistent basis, or the, I guess there's two games. One was uh, Super Contra. It was we called it Super C. It was just like a side scroller. Uh, you had guns and you just kind of made your way through um yeah. which system was played. this one uh nes the first one right yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't think I, I don't think i played that one either so we we played that all the time and then we also played uh uh ninja turtles i think it was ninja turtles 2 or ninja turtles 1 i can't remember which one it was but it was again a side scroller i have that game yeah and you had to go right across and you, that you know, game was hard it was very hard like, but we we played except, it on like, a regular I feel, basis i feel like a lot of those games for nes I don't know if it was just the, the platform re- restrictions, but it was like there was a lot of really difficult games for the for the NES. Absolutely. I completely agree. There was well, although I wasn't that bad at it, I but I also remember Sean had a couple cousins. Like I was never that good at the game, but Sean had a couple older cousins who would, you know, whenever they'd come over, they'd be like, Oh yeah, Mario three, I can wrap that in fifteen minutes. Remember remember rapping video games? Oh yeah, and trying to see how fast you could beat Mario Mario games because there was like you you could find all the places where you had like skip a world or skip two worlds whatever, and yeah, uh, yeah there was I mean isn't like the world record for Mar- Super Mario Bros under six minutes or some shit like that? I don't know if it's that fast. Maybe I'm maybe the sure first one. Is. I think it it's for is. sure under ten minutes. It's for sure the, under ten minutes. The third the one, one, I I know the third one. You have to beat the entire first world. In order to get the to use your whistle at the right time to get yeah. to the end to get all the whistles, but yeah, I you you could be very well be right, but it, it's it's under fifteen minutes is how long it can take to, to to break through. 
Um, so we played those. I, I did you ever have? Did you have a Super Nintendo? I I borrowed. I had um, I had one. I don't think it was mine, but I had one for a long time, and then I think I gave it. Maybe I don't remember. I, I'd have to ask my brother. I think we had one, or maybe we just played one from. We borrowed one from the church. But either way, I played one lots. Yeah, I never, I never had one, so I never. The only game I really played on the Super Nintendo was Mario Kart. Um, that was really it because I never had one. I, I don't think Sean had one, um, and because I only hung out with him, really. Uh, I just don't. I'm trying to think if anyone else that I knew had one. Then, then the next thing was you know '96. I think it was '97, '96. The N64 came out, and that kind of changed the world for gaming so uh, for me anyway that's that's when i really started to enjoy it and really got into it and really started playing on a regular basis um i I remember my dad i think i told the story as well so if i did already sorry but i'm gonna tell it again my dad uh, on christmas morning my brother and i went and we got to open our gift it was the last thing we got to open and we opened an empty nintendo 64 box and we're like what the heck he pulled that prank he did well because he'd been playing it for like two weeks. Oh, you did tell the story. Yeah. yeah, he. my dad had it set up and he'd been playing it. It's kind of funny. My dad still plays video games. He's, what, 61, 62? What year was he born? 59. So he'd be uh, 61. 61. Yeah. Yeah, so he's 61. There you go. So he's 61 years old and he still plays Nintendo on a on a regular basis. He has got a, He's got a Switch. And him and my son during this pandemic, like when whenever Marshall would go stay there, um, like last year, my dad would play Luigi's Mansion or something, and Marshall just loves it. Um, so now, since the since we haven't seen my dad in a couple months, my dad will set up a little tripod in front of his TV, put his tablet on it with you know Google Duo or or Zoom or whatever he's on, and he'll video playing luigi's mansion and let marshall be like okay go down this hallway and go do that it's really cool and they they've nice. spent a few hours doing that it's 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 kind of fun right but on. plus it uh, gives you gives you a little free time well that's well yeah absolutely that's always nice but it also it's just a it's a cool bond i think oh absolutely uh, to have to have a 60 year old grandpa play video games with his grandson yeah um, i agree that's pretty sweet so and it and it was cool because my dad played with us growing up. Like we had, we played N sixty four all the time. I, and this was also the heyday of video stores. Obviously, right? You could go in and you could rent games, which is not a thing now. You kind of have to buy every game, unless I might be wrong. Maybe there is a way to rent you them. Can, I think it's called. I can't remember what it's called. Maybe PS Now or some shit. I don't remember. But you can. I'm pretty sure you can. Uh, pay a monthly subscription to have access to a whole bunch of games and you just don't actually own them and they go away once you've once you stop yeah i don't know how it works but i know there's some sort of thing like that like a streaming service for games no that's pretty cool i I, like i i don't know if that would be something i'd want to on the playstation right now but um i like what i want is a switch i still want one it's just not it's not a priority i guess um i heard the switch is badass well it's it's pretty cool i love playing it when when we're at my dad's house me and him will play um whenever i hang out with dan he'll bring his switch here or when i lived in Kelowna, he'd bring it over and we'd play you know mario tennis or something i don't know i I love those games they're just so much more well they're super interactive right they're exactly super interactive a lot of active and not just like moving your thumbs really fast and yelling at things or snapping and throwing controllers like we used to do back in the day you can Uh, you can still do that Quick little fact check. Um, Super Mario Bros, the world record for completing the original game on NES, Super Mario Bros, is four minutes, 55 seconds. Holy shit. Yeah. Think of how many hours I spent trying to play that game and not winning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think like me and me and my one of my buddies, at, at when we were like in the prime of me playing Super Mario Bros on NES, I was hanging out with this. Actually, ironically enough, uh, his name was Daryl, or is Daryl? He's not dead. Um, we used to play. You knew another Daryl? Uh, yeah, Daryl. His did, last name's Bork. Daryl Bork. Did he spell uh, Daryl wrong? I think he spelled it with two L's. If I'm not mistaken, what, his parents are so stupid. I'm just <laughs> kidding. They they do it their way. My parents did it my way. I guess Indeed. my name's spelled the same as Daryl Hannah. So, well, she used to be a girl's name. Um, we, we used to 
basically make attempts at like seeing how fast we could play that game from start to finish. And I think the best we ever did was like 20 minutes or something like that, which is still pretty good. Like that's still pretty decent. That's really, you were probably teenagers at the time though. Yeah. I think we were like, you, 12, you 12, weren't for 12 to 14, something like that. Yeah. You weren't six or seven years old. Uh, no, no, I playing through. No, fair enough. Did you, you, you and your brother, I'm assuming, you, well, I don't know about maybe your sister did too, but I assume you guys played quite a bit of uh, N64 growing up. We did. Uh, we played, we played a lot of GoldenEye and I actually, you know what? My brother was a hundred percent was like my best gaming buddy. Cause obviously back then there was no online. So anytime you're playing video games with somebody, it was in person on the same system, either split yeah. screen or whatever. So a couple of the biggest games that we played growing up and were competitive with were, I'd say probably GoldenEye, uh, 007 was the, uh, number one that would cause massive arguments because we'd play like, cause that game you could set like whatever guns you wanted to use who, or who got to be odd job. Uh, I don't remember who got odd job. I think I usually picked Boris and he usually picked, maybe he picked odd job. I was always Boris too. That's kind yeah, of funny. I thought he just looked goofy. So that's why I, I did too. Him. He had that like, like I'm thinking shirt. of it now. Like, yeah. It was a Hawaiian shirt or something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we'd play like, you know, the one that he would get the most mad was, I think it's called stack. That's the one that has all those like little skinny um, ramps to like little rooms and stuff. But anyways, he, I don't remember the name of it, but um, we would play remote mine or proximity mines. And I would set, I had it so I could, I went to this one room where there was only one way in one way out and there was like windows so I could see out or I could potentially get shot from outside, but um, I would set up mines perfectly where he, and there was a re, a the, the proximity mines both, or both. There was remote mines too. I don't yeah. know which we played more, but you, there was a restock box in the, uh, in the room. So I could plant all these mines and then go restock and then wait for him. And he would just come in and get blown up and he would be like, dude, you're not even playing. You're just hiding. And basically I was a camper. From you were a camper. <laughs> At least Bro. with mines. Bro. I loved, I like the complex. That's the one with like the, the grates that you could go in. That might be the one I'm thinking of. Well, the stack, the stack was one. I think the the stack was one with, I should Google this. I'm gonna Google um, right now. The stack is one with the library. I think where there's uh two separate levels ones both the library and the downstairs and one's just the downstairs i believe i could be wrong um i played same thing just like you i played quite a bit of GoldenEye. i um me and my my brother's four years older than me so he actually had a, quite a few friends that he would go play with and that were really good at games um yeah. but i would play it all the time too i loved playing that game i got excuse me sorry i got pretty good at it like like i was definitely thinking i, I think everyone's I decent at it I was me and you played it a few years ago. Oh, you were thinking of complex. I was thinking of complex. Yeah, that was the yeah. one. There was one room where, yeah, I, the grates. I know what you're talking about because once you're in the grate, there was no opening and closing. Once you were in the grate, you couldn't see. Like you, so you could be standing inside the grate and like shoot and out. You'd see their you'd see their glitchy pixelated gun pop yeah. through the grate before they popped but, in. But no, but they wouldn't know you were in there, so you could get kills that way. But yeah, complex. That one had those grates, and it also had that one room where. It was only one in, one out, and yeah, yeah, it was pretty sneaky and stupid. It was a, it was a fun level. I liked uh, what. What's so fun about that game is that at the time I was, well, I don't know when that came out, ninety seven, ninety eight. Um, I was, you know, ten, eleven, twelve when I was playing it consistently, maybe thirteen, fourteen. But I never watched Golden Knight at the time, and I just never did. So I didn't see the movie Golden Knight until I was like twenty two, and all of a sudden. I watched Goldeneye and went, "Oh fuck, this is the video game from beginning to end." Yeah, the dude, only like thing the, that, part, the part where he's outside by like the satellites, like in the snow. Yeah, everything. Yeah, it's just right. it's the movie from beginning to end, and I I found that so cool. Um, my dad actually sent me a, a a BBC article like a few weeks ago, uh, maybe it was a month ago before Christmas or something, but it, it was uh, just a picture, and it said satellite is to be dismantled and you see the picture and you're like fuck i know that picture and sure enough it's the one it's the satellite that was used in bond it's in like i think it's in puerto rico or somewhere um, maybe costa rica somewhere down there but it's they're they're tearing it down but it's the one as soon as you saw that picture it's so iconic because that was the last level right the satellite level on on bond was it the last one i thought it was earlier well, on i could be wrong. no it, it was the it was the last one of the game and then i'm pretty sure you could unlock the aztec level and another one after I, the remember, fact. I remember going into that um 
that one room or that one bunker in that level that took you into the room with all those like TV screens. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It had the one big TV screen and then there was like a bunch of little ones around it. And I remember getting stuck on that level when I was on, when I was playing like, I don't know, the first couple times I played it, I had such a hard time on that level. But as soon as I I saw the movie, I was like, Oh my God, you're watching it. And you're like, this is like you said, it's the video game. This is the video game. Yeah. That is that, is that the one where you have to, where Boris gets killed? Uh, dude, you're I testing my I, shitty memory here. I can't remember either. Um, so, but that was a huge one, Goldeneye for sure. Um, yeah. I played a lot of um, carts. St- oh yeah, Mario Kart, fucking cart. We we've played, and and the nice thing about when we go back, because even I think last year or whatever, a year and a half ago, you brought your Mario Kart and your N64 to BGW, and we were playing it. And the nice thing about it is that I think me and you were by far the two best people there. No one could beat us. Because we know how to drift, bro. Well, the, oh yeah, and 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 it's just a fun game when you play it as much as you have. It's just I don't know. I love Mario Kart. Well, you, and you know the strategies too, and like if there's any like little shortcuts or like little routes or you know whatever you can get like Koopa Trooper Beach. There's like certain ways to go. Everybody goes for the jump into the cave, but really you're just you're it's a, you're just hurting yourself. You're shooting yourself in the foot because no one gets the first try. So then you're fucked. I usually get it on the second lap, but I try almost every lap to get it. I don't even do. I usually win. That's why I usually win Koopa Troopa because. Yeah, I I win on Wario Stadium because I jump over the wall right at the beginning every time. Oh, uh, yeah. And just See, I, everyone I, hated. Everyone I hated. Never, I never got. I mean, I I've done it. Like I was able to get it done, but I I was never good enough to do it every time, and I I always fucking hated playing people who could get it because then I was fucking definitely yeah. losing. <laughs> That's it's my guaranteed win. I can yeah. I can I can win that one unless someone else can do it. Um, but because you can like fail like ten times before the other players will get to that spot. So even if yeah, you don't I, hit it the first time. And I feel it, like if you don't play Wario Stadium on 150cc, it's just like so... The slowest un- level ever. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. It's so it's like Rainbow Road. It's so slow because it's such at a least, long one. But at least Rainbow Road, there's it's like the graphics are so shitty and the road is like semi-transparent. So like you're kind of like, you're still having a hard time seeing when the dog is coming or when the little fucking bombs are coming around. And it's like... You still got to be on your toes, and it's a narrower track. Whereas Wario Stadium, the track's wide open, and it's just long straightaways with like ninety degree corners the entire time. With like what one hairpin turn, I think maybe yeah, two. and you can and you and it's got that jump. But you could fuck someone up if you hit him with a green or red shell That's when they're the about to hit that jump. That's oh, my yeah. strategy, man. You got to save your shells for right before that jump. Yeah, I'm pretty good at shooting green shells too. I got good at the the aim on that. Do you know um, you can shoot it backwards, right? Of course. Oh yeah, got to yeah. do that sometimes. I and and you got to screen watch sometimes and shoot it backwards and hit the guy behind you. Well, that's basically a rearview mirror, bro. Yeah, it's you have to. Did you and your brother? I have to ask. Did you and your brother ever get so hardcore that you like put up a fucking sheet in the middle of the screen or anything? No, but we almost had fist fights over over, over screen watching, over accusing each other of screen watching for sure. Like you're, especially you're watching Jeff. my screen, bro. He would get so mad. He would get so mad thinking that thinking. And honestly, man, most of the time that he was thinking I was screen peeking, I wasn't. So then I was like equally defensive and <laughs> it just turned into massive arguments. But we, he and I gamed so many different systems together. Like I have so many good memories of gaming with my bro. It was sick. Well, and it erases all the bad. All you can think about is the good times because in reality, it was all fun. I think, um, I think my favorite, favorite game that I ever played with my brother was we were actually a little older. I think I was like. I'd have to look and see when it came out. Um, Resident Evil 4. For that Game was a PlayStation 1, right? I played it for GameCube. Oh, I never had a GameCube either. I, I kept skipping generations. Um, so did Res, you... Res 4 oh, came out in 2005. So is it 2005? That would be... That's probably the GameCube. Yeah, it it's came probably in, the GameCube and PlayStation. So I would have been in grade 11 when that game came out and we were playing it and we were playing it for, like I said, the GameCube and that game, I don't know if you've ever played it, but it is so scary. You're like, I would, I would be playing it alone at night and I would like, I would like go, Hey Jed, you want to, you want to play this with me? Cause I just died and I'm pretty sure I'm going to have like PTSD. So I need help. <laughs> and I, you do I never game. played like, it. He's like, I got through a level, but I can't, I can't do this one by myself. Can you come play? And I'm like, yeah. It was scary, man. But that game is actually so good. I've never played it. I've never played any of them, to be honest with you. 
I that I, I never really played many of them. Like I, I might have played five a little bit and three a little bit, but uh, Res Four is it's like brutal and creepy, man. It's like really culty and monsters, and it's just like it's fucking. It's really weird and it, it's really good. Sounds sounds like it was made I, by the devil. Oh, this is so evil. I highly so recommend evil. it. It's funny. My mom didn't even think twice about letting us play it. Who well, knows? yeah, because it's you know it's all science, right? It's just this is actually a video game documentary. <laughs> That's it. This is the world. Um, did you ever play uh, one of my favorite games? Or there's two of them. Uh, the first one was San Francisco Rush. Like it was an arcade game, but it was an N64 game. And oh, then yeah, Rush Two. Did you ever play those? Uh, I played San Francisco Rush for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of the one I played for PC that's similar. So I just loved San Francisco Rush because it was, uh, you know, you could crash your car and then you could hit jump certain ways and do tricks on it. Like Rush 2 had a stunt track that had like big old odd shapes that you had to hit and do certain amounts of flips and stuff in order to win the level. It was, I, I don't know. It was a great game. Um, yeah. the other, the other one that USA. I did. I never played Cruise in USA. I remember the game. Is that that's for N sixty four? I assume. I think it was N sixty four. I could yeah. be wrong. The other Anyways. one that the other one that I killed a ton of time on, and my dad did, and my brother did, was Ocarina of Time. It's I just, never never played it. Never played it. Oh, no. buddy, you have an N sixty four. You should get it. Well, you can. I was at my cousin, my cousin in law, whatever my my cousin's husband. He's my cousin, right? <laughs> I was at his video game store. He has a used video game store at Edmonton. I was at the store, oh, yeah, and he had he has a copy of of Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, and I'm pretty yeah. sure the price tag was like five hundred bucks. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, it's nuts. He's got one case. He has so many, you know, whatever the game is, Mario Paint or Paper Mario or 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 you know, Pokemon Stadium or whatever the game is. That's that there was a bunch of. He has one case that's like a locked case. That has, it had uh, 1080 snowboarding in it. It had, um, it had Mario Kart. It had Super Mario 3D or whatever. Super Mario 64. That's the one. Yeah. Um, it had Ocarina of Time. It had Majora's Mask. It just had all the games that are the hot commodities in it, and they're all ranging. You can't get Kart, one of those. Mario you can't Kart, get Goldeneye. Yeah, you can't get. Yeah, Goldeneye's in there for sure. You cannot get those games for under 100 bucks. Yeah, we. And, uh, that was another one that me and my brother played a ton of was uh 10 snowboarding so hard dude it's honestly like to, i've still i've touched back and played i've played 1080 a couple times in the last few years and it is so hard which Even is great landing. like you had to like just to land something like if you're doing like a big drop or something in a race if you didn't have your rider like at the perfect angle pushing the perfect button you would like fall every time like it's so hard i couldn't believe it it's, yeah, and then at the one point you had to do a 1080, and it was like the hardest thing you could possibly do in the game. Yeah. I don't know if I ever completed it. Looking back, and it's hard. It's hard to think back. It's 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 rather unfortunate. I don't know what happened with my N64. Uh, I believe I had it, and it stopped working. Um, back That's heartbreaking. It, it is, but I kept the games and the controllers. And then for a brief period, I think a summer between college, I, between uh, Ambrose and when I moved back to Calgary, I worked at uh, the Canadian Diabetes Association. I was a delivery, or not a delivery, a pickup. You know those red donation boxes on the side of the road? Yeah. So I'd go and I'd empty those out and, you know, you'd grab the bags of clothes that people put in them and then, you know, every morning you bring them over to Valley Village and offload your stuff. Um, but one day in one of those red bins... I found a Nintendo 64 and I was like, fucking mine. Took that home. It <laughs> worked. It had games. It had controllers in it, like a few games. Um, and it had controllers in it and it was, it worked and I was so happy. So I brought that home. I used that N64. I got married. We played with it at the house. Unfortunately, I lost it in the divorce because she also played, a, she played a ton of games. So Steph, you gave Steph the 64. She had. I took the sound system. She took the sixty four. Dude, you such fucked. a fucking dumb move. You fucked up. Actually, I think I even had it, and then she asked to borrow it when she was living on her own, and I was I was out in Canmore, and I said, "Yeah, here you go." 
And then I just never got it back. I wonder if I could call her at at this point. I haven't talked to her in years. Yeah. But she, uh, she's probably thinking, oh, maybe Daryl wants to like bury the hatchet and like we'll be best friends again. And I'm like, uh, and you're just like, yeah, can I get that 64 back? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you still got that Nintendo 64? He wants to you know, reconcile these our differences from years ago. It's going to be so romantic. Yeah, I get the game back I, I, with, with the controllers and shit. <laughs> no, we, we completely reconciled. We uh, It was the nicest thing. You know, we, we had the nicest, easiest divorce in the world. Yes. We were both like, but that we doesn't go well to, with my joke, Daryl. I know it doesn't go well with your joke, but it's the truth. I gotta put that out there in case on some off chance she's listening. Oh, I'm um, sure she's listening. Oh, totally. Like she doesn't. I don't know how we're not getting recognized in public yet, dude. Oh, like, we're basically we're we're basically celebrities now. But yeah, um, essentially, I, I just I want I wanted that Nintendo 64 back, and I miss it. I'm lucky now. I was able to buy a Wii off my buddy Dan for fifty bucks. Um, because yeah, he had a cool. Wii U, so he could take all his Wii games and play on Wii U, so yeah. it didn't really matter. Um, so he so gave it to me. Wii U? He's Dan had every system. Nice. Um, but uh, but yes, he had a, he has a Switch and a Wii U still. Um, Solid. But he gave he let me have the Wii, and it's so much fun. So now I play, you know, Super Mario Brothers, like the side scroll one, where you could have up to four people playing on uh yeah, on yeah, we, i came over and we played that one night we yeah. drank beers that was that the night that you got so drunk you threw up that might have been off that of two hilarious. two or three beers yeah yeah it might have been it, but it wasn't hefeweizen so it threw you off no it was yeah that's it <laughs> uh they were tall boys okay give Aaron. the guy a break all right um so i love playing it and i play it with my like michelle my wife never played video games ever but she'll play that with me and it's a lot of fun um, but we play that with our son and it's, it's a blast. It's like a family. I know this is, it, some people are going to be like, oh, you're a shitty parent. You're playing video games with your kid at, at such a young age. But I think it's like a family bonding thing. We're all sitting together. We're playing a game. Sure. It's on a screen, but it's a lot of fun to play Mario. And, and we beat the whole game. We've, we got to world nine. We, we have almost all the extra levels in it. Cause you have to go back and collect stars and all that stuff. I don't know. It was, it's, it's super fun to play. And I still love playing those games i i almost like those better than um like in a group and again it's just probably because my wife doesn't play playstation but i like those games better i think they're just more fun to play yeah i i agree man i think like mario party like they're they're fun they're family interactive right they're i think they're great games for little get-togethers speaking of i have your mario party for the Wii because you do i lent it to you yeah we're playing we've well we've played it it's it's, yeah. it's it's a lot of fun it's same thing it's it's fun trying to teach marshall how to how every different game you have to hold the controller a different way the Wii yeah kinda has sure. that that thing sideways or nunchuck or yeah exactly um yeah so i just i i think it's kind of i think video games it's it's crazy that it played such a big part in my life how yet i'm still not really a gamer and i know you're the same way like you you enjoy playing games but but uh, you you're not like a live breathe. You need to play an hour a day, or else you're gonna fucking punch somebody. No, not at all. I can right? go like I can go. I don't even know like a long time without even without playing. And sure, I'll think about it. But it's not like I I definitely don't get a chance to play every day. That's for sure. So, but I mean, I feel more like yeah. There's obviously I play pretty much nothing but PlayStation Four right now, but um by far like my favorite memories playing video games are from like the old shitty systems that had terrible graphics and horrible gameplay, but they were just wicked fun because of the people you were playing with or whatever, how old you were, the the childlike wonder you had no stress, no responsibilities. And you're just, this was your life at that time. Like you'd spend a week playing a game. You rent it from, rent it from Blockbuster, rent it from uh, update video. Was that, what was it called? Video video update. Video update. I had a video update in Silver. We we didn't have a blockbuster, bro. We were small town. We didn't have a blockbuster either. We had a video update and we had red carpet video. That was where Jed worked, was the red carpet. He got wicked deals. That's awesome. Yeah, we were I I I remember we had in Sylvan we had video update and VHQ, video headquarters. Yeah, we never had one of those. Was that a Alberta? I think it was a local chain. I think it was an Alberta chain. Nice. Who knows? In in Sylvan Lake or sorry, in Cold Lake growing up we had Oh, now I can't remember. I think it was D's video, and it was like, (laughs) 
yeah, <laughs> it was obviously a local spot. Um, we'd go in there as kids, pop the gumbo. Like every time you got a black gumbo, you got a free rental, right? So it was like, nice. Let's get a black gumbo. We bring eight quarters, two bucks worth of quarters, and be like, we're gonna get a black gumbo today, so we can rent a video game. If we would have all just put our quarters together, we probably could have just rented it, but, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> but no, I, I, yeah, that's. I think that's a great place to end. I think. Uh, I think what you just said was perfect. It's you look back at the fun times that that you had, and and uh, we could talk. I could talk about old games forever. I could talk about. We we didn't mention you know, uh, Wave Racer. I liked that. I, I Dude, mean, Wave Race. I still I still have that game for sixty four. I what, played a ton. What of about that. Uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer? No, I never had that one. You didn't have that. I would no. highly recommend that. It's so much. I think I believe there is. I believe there's a copy. Being, sorry, I, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say. I believe you can get Star Wars Episode One Racer, um, re. What's the word? Remixed. I don't know. The re- remastered. Remastered re- on PlayStation Four. I think you can get it from the store. Nice. Um, I haven't got that. I'm I'm too busy rekindling my love for Tony Hawk with with. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. I was just going to say, so it reminded me of all the, like that was another game that was heavily played in my house. Uh, oh, yeah. Was on the PS1, we played Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, me and my brother, tons on that game. And uh, you and I have, re- like you said, rekindled our our uh, memory for Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 because they released uh, remastered versions on the PS4. I, and I, I will highly say, or I, I will say unequivocally, unequivocally, it's a good purchase. Nailed it. That's a good, <laughs> hey, I got it eventually, <laughs> but it's, yeah, a, no, it's, it's a good, it's a good purchase. Like if, if you played those which, when you were a kid, it stays the same. Speaking of which, you want to jump on there after we're done this or what? Maybe a little Tony Hawk. We should do it. I got a couple beers left, bro. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do it. So, well, that's it for us today. Yeah. Isaac, why don't you drop a code word on these folks? Uh, it's definitely going to be Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Oh, yeah, I love that game. That was so much fun. All right, people. We'll enjoy the day. And yeah. uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take care. <laughs>